What's up, everybody? It's Wes and Andy, and we are back. Uh, one day later. <laughs> yep. The point is, life happens, and we're back. It it's does a happen. random, random fandom Wednesday night. <laughs> Wednesday, uh, December sixth. So, uh, uh, random fandom number uh, forty-three. Two. Sorry, did I get ahead of myself? We're we're one week away from three. Yeah. Thank you for the correction. I appreciate that. So random fandom number 42. You may have noticed uh things are looking a little different tonight. Uh I'm flying solo tonight here in the uh in the cave. And uh Andy's got some real life stuff going on that's prevented him from being here tonight. So fortunately here remotely. Absolutely. All the way uh at someplace else. Yep. In your own little cave as it were my ever evolving cave <laughs> at some point at some point we'll get the next evolution of that mm. and, uh, it's a good fully little, functioning good, i was gonna say it's a good little space seating for it's one not too bad yep <laughs> that's all you need though yeah really just have guests remotely well this week is going to be an interesting uh, uh an interesting go here as i uh presently loading up this week's uh slides it's all good um because we are not in the same spot it may be a little disjointed as i am uh running the controls tonight while andy takes us through sort of this week's events so hopefully we won't mess up the uh, transitions <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway before we get started with uh news of the week we should probably uh what are we doing here what am I doing? Well, we, we have our, our weekly oh, feature. Yeah. Our weekly. Weekly? Weekly. Yeah, that. You know what it is. Episodically. Random trivia. That's the stuff. Yeah, that's the one. That's the stuff. Why am I not getting... Hmm. One moment, please. Uh-oh. Something is going weird. Well, this is the week for it oh, to happen. I know why. I know why. Nothing weird. I just didn't push the button. Oops. I didn't push the button. Push the button now, though. Here it goes. Well, there you go. All right. Everything's fine. What's cool. our uh, What's our random trivia this week? What do you got? Well, uh, the question for you. Is this where? Wait, is there a slide for this? There is a slide for it. Well, they better wait because they're not loaded yet. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> this is the stuff that normally we would have had nailed before. <laughs> <laughs> Let me try this. Boom! There we go. Let's try that. Ha ha! And uh, there we go. That's better. By the way, everybody, Random Phantom is a 100% audience participation show. Please hit us up with your questions and comments in the live chat. And if you're feeling up to it, you can pick up the phone and call us with the uh, custom WhatsApp link. Mm -hmm. The line is open. Sweet. Okay. Uh, Dink. 
Yeah. There we go. So this week's question, where is the house from the movie, a Christmas story located? Like for real in real life, for real, real life. Is it in wow. a Cleveland, Ohio, B Chicago, Illinois, or C Madison, Wisconsin? I don't know. It's in the place where you'll shoot your eye out. That's right. <laughs> and leg lamps are a thing. It's a major award. You know, so th this, I know that, that this is a, one of your favorites. It is Jen's favorite Christmas movie. Yeah. And it's, it's, not, it's up there on mine. It's not on my list. I've no? seen it. No, I've seen it. I appreciate it for what it is. It's not really my thing. Fair enough. So I'm drawing a blank on this one, but if I had to guess, I mean, the leg lamp is just such a weird thing. It kind of, you know, that's something that I would expect to see in maybe like the rock and roll hall of fame, which is in Cleveland. So I'm going to go a Cleveland final answer, locking it in, not phoning a friend. Okay. But I don't really know. Fair enough. What I should do Anybody is uh, switch, over, switch over to the chat. And uh, see, see what if anybody's chiming in on the comment line. That's Steve Terrio. Good evening. Steve leading us off with uh, Madison, Wisconsin. Hmm. That may in fact be. That may in fact be. Maybe. But I'm going with Cleveland. Any more for any more before we uh, get the reveal? Don't know. Here, here's where we need to, yeah. to modify Jeopardy music seriously one of these weeks i'm actually going to come up with something that would be cool all in for all in i believe i believe oh we've got sarah on youtube coming in tonight with uh coming in with b chicago, chicago. illinois so that's an a b and a c one for each we got one for everyone here neat all right let me do this here what am i doing well, oh my gosh, if we're, we're switching slides to number three, it'll uh, reveal. Well, one second here and I will, let me, let me do that for you. It'll reveal Damn. a Cleveland, Ohio is the Cleveland. correct answer. Wow. Yeah. I seriously, I honestly did not, I did not know that. And fair enough. Um, I, sorry, if I'm, if I seem distracted, it's because I forgot another step. Oops. And I'm just trying to, uh. Oh my God. I'm just trying to get our, uh, uh, a second window going here for the comments. So I'm not flipping back and forth here. Okay. Apologies. I normally would have this done ahead of time, but that's what happens when we're not the same, uh, in the same room. I just, you know, everything goes to pot. <laughs> wow. And then, Oh, there we go. There's my thing. But yeah, uh, that's not the only thing we actually have another fun fact about a Christmas story. Oh, do tell, do tell. Did you know, uh, for years, director Bob Clark tried to find a studio to finance the film. Okay. I did not know that. None were interested. And it's based on the, uh, the writings of Gene Shepard, which appeared in Playboy of all places. <laughs> um, but in 1981, Bob Clark directed, uh, Porky's. If you remember that one. I do. Actually. And it's big. It's because Porky's was a hit that he yeah. had enough clout to go into to other studios and day. say, yeah, because they said, we want a sequel to Porky's. 
But he said, sure. As long as I can make make my Christmas movie. Isn't that something? So because of Porky's, we have Christmas story. It's a funny relationship. I never, I don't think I ever would have put the two of them. uh, No. together. No. I get where Steve's coming from too. I think that's funny. (laughs) (laughs) Porky's another movie filmed in Canada. Mm Hmm. All right, man. Is that it for, that's it for the trivia. So that's that is, that's for our trivia. Don't forget to stick around a little bit later when we get to our uh, next game. Uh, I've got another crazy word for you in this week's edition of Lexicon. Stick around a little later for that. Let's uh, move on with this, uh, this week's first uh, news item. Yeah. This one's a oh, sad one to kick us off. This one. Uh, I, I saw this, it was on the radio. I actually heard it on the radio before I saw any uh, uh, print media about it. Um, that's really sad. Yeah. Uh, Miles Goodwin, lead singer of April wine has passed away at 75 Canadian rock legend, uh, just had just retired from fronting the band earlier this Mm -hmm. year, uh, March, I believe. Yeah. It wasn't that long ago. Not in the grand scheme of things anyway. No. Um, I feel very fortunate to have seen them, uh, one time, one time, uh, back, back in the nineties was kind of funny. Back in the nineties when they were missed their stage time by over an hour, I think just to work the crowd up a little bit. Um, Oops. I don't know if it worked or not. I know it was a, a blistering hot day. So <laughs> yeah, irritable crowds. They do stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Multiple, uh, multiple, uh, general award winning, uh, April mm. and, uh, uh, members of Canada's walk of fame. Mm-hmm. Best uh, best known for such songs as uh, Tonight is a Wonderful Time to Fall in Love, uh, Roller, Just Between You and Me, and Sign of the Gypsy Queen. How can you forget that one? I was going to say, Ooh, What a Night. Do you remember that one? Ooh, What a Night that starts off with the the bell. Ding, 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 ding. Yes. That's (laughs) the one, uh, Bob FM, when they were running their bank vault thing. Yeah. They sampled that alarm and used that for the bank alarm what's funny uh, and and this is a uh the names have been changed to protect the not so innocent in this story back in high school some friends of mine that had a jam pretty cool jam band that we i may have may, may or may not have hung out with a few times the lead guitarist and the drummer were very close friends and they would always do goofy things for each other on birthdays and yeah. so when the drummer's birthday came around, the lead guitarist, now we're high school age kids at this point, went and appropriated one of the fire bells off the wall at the high school and presented <laughs> it to the drummer to incorporate into his drum set so they could play. Ooh, what a night. Nice. <laughs> Back when there was no uh, <laughs> online evidence. Well, no, and yeah, there was there no was cell no, phones, no nothing. Yeah, there was no way to document that. I mean, you'd have to dust for fingerprints, but I mean, hey, I mean. <laughs> conversely, <laughs> though, conversely, um, the guitar player got the vice principal's license plates for his birthday. Oh, jeez, twice. <laughs> <laughs> All right, high school shenanigans. Yep. <laughs> All right, where are we going next? Uh, next we're sticking with sad. Um, we lost another one. Oh my God. I read that today. Yeah. Producer Norman Lear has passed away at the age of 101. 
television uh absolute like legend, legend. If, you, if you've watched a, a television sitcom between uh what 1970 and now yeah uh, you've you've probably seen uh, several norman lear shows and maybe not even realized it yeah i mean all in the family is the big the big standout but i mean we could there's a litany of shows uh, that we could yep. list off including up to and including i believe i believe the big bang theory was uh, he had something to do with that probably oh sorry that's yeah. a chuck uh chuck lore chuck lore no but um i seem to recall they did a uh what do you call it it was a big a tribute. retrospective uh, yeah there was a huge tribute to norman lear not that long ago might have been within the last year or so and he i thought he looked amazing yeah he looked amazing and when he when he talked like that guy Still, could hold he could hold a room nobody on point yeah like sharp as a tack nice steve's got one here for us uh the jeffersons absolutely was a spinoff yep. was a sanford and son all, all in the family sanford and son yeah yeah that yeah, was the uh, other one. Uh, Mash, I believe he had under his belt as well. I don't think he was I, involved in Mash. Now, I no? would be wrong. Hmm. But, the, uh, his, um, his shows, his shows helped launch performers like Rob Reiner, uh, Valerie Bertinelli, right. Carol O'Connor, B. Arthur, Red Fox. The whole right. list. Uh, Larry Gelbart was the uh, uh, creator for the the tele Mash television series. Hmm. But yeah, Norman Lear gone at uh, 101. Yeah. The cool thing is the the cool thing about a Norman Lear show is that, you know, his TV shows, especially the shows that he did in the 70s, All in the Family, The Jeffersons, they were well well ahead ahead of their time in terms of yeah. social commentary. Yeah. And I think that's kind of what made a lot of his shows kind of special that he was tackling stuff that, you know, we're still talking about today in 2023. Yep. And they weren't ready to talk about it yet, but he no, forced the issue, no. I guess. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And Carol O'Connor is, is like, so not Archie Bunker, you know, like he's not the curmudgeonly yeah. racist, yeah. <laughs> you know, stick in the mud that he was on TV. That's for sure. But mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Anyway, we, uh, we will miss you, Norman Lear. But lazy right, lives should we, on. Should we get to something that's a little more uh, or less down? Yeah, let's go on to the next one. Oh, this uh, this is anything but down. <laughs> no, uh, this is raunchy. It's a red band trailer has been released for Peacock's Ted prequel. Yeah. Uh, and it looks great. Uh, apparently there's only going to be seven episodes, but, uh, that uh, sounds about right for a streaming show. It, it looks like it's going to be like a high school adventure because we're dealing with John going to high school and the parents decide, you know, Ted's been here long enough. You should go to school and learn something too. Oh, so, no. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> go from there where you will. Uh, we oh, did link to the show or link to the trailer in the show notes if you want to go have a look yourself. Uh, it is a red band trailer, so you know, adults only. You know what? What you do in your own home, I don't care. Yeah, you want to let your kids watch it? That's on you. Yeah, they'll pick up some new words. Might it's learn about masturbation or something. Listening, uh, uh, sort of half watching, half listening uh, last night. And listening to Seth MacFarlane's uh, characterization of Ted, it's not, you know, I mean, he's aged. I mean, Ted has been around for a while, right? So mm -hmm. 
you know, and we all, we, none of us are escaping the aging process. The voice is just slightly different. And I don't know if he's trying to make Ted sound younger or if I that's just think so. You know, Cause it takes place, you know, 15 years prior to the movie. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. But <laughs> yes, I can know. just imagine as well, Steve. Yeah. Go give it a watch. It's pretty funny. I'm looking cool. forward to it. But uh, what else here we got? I guess this one for Sonic the Hedgehog three, they've dropped a teaser image uh, showing basically shadow the hedgehog. Who I, I was going to say, do you know who this character is? Because I don't, uh, I'm not fully versed in it, but uh, I do know he's like the uh, lab version of Sonic lab version. Oh yeah. So I guess he wakes up in Dr. Robotnik's lab and starts out evil and eventually turns to good. I hope. Well, that's just like the last character, the last villain. Knuckles. Yeah, Knuckles. Knuckles yeah, did the same he, thing. He was, he was tricked. He was not, tricked yeah. into thinking. And not made in a lab. No. But they did tease uh, Shadow at the end of Sonic 2 in the in the post credit scene. Right, that's right. Yeah. Where you get to see him open his eyes, but uh, now we get to see his rocket boots and whatnot next to the little clapper. And and so according to this uh, 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 tweet uh, or this X from Jeff Fowler, only in theaters on December 20th, 2024. So just a little over a year from now. Yep. Yeah, uh, you look at these things and think, man, it's a year away. But like in the grand scheme, it's not that not long. too far. Not no. that long. No. Are you a Sonic fan? I, I quite enjoyed the first one. I haven't seen the second one fully yet, but uh, I, I've my liked son liked it. So I've liked the movies. I haven't played a lot of the Sonic games. I mean, I've played a couple of them. I played the original Sonic the Hedgehog on the Sega Genesis. Yep. Yeah, Sega Genesis. Um, yep. Haven't really played a Sonic game since. <laughs> <laughs> but i, I played like some on uh yeah. yeah i played some with my son on the switch there they've done like the retro collections and whatnot right so. right right yeah eh, should right. be a good movie though let's uh all right move on to the next one this next one i kind of find funny uh oh, ceo boy. bob Iger. uh he, yeah he thinks that the marvels underperformed because there weren't enough executives uh, not enough executives present on set. Yeah. To oversee and make sure they were doing well. <laughs> uh, I can't disagree with that more. I don't understand. Like, so I'm not an industry insider and I don't understand the inner workings of the film industry. I'm not going to pretend, but like no. superficially executive oversight would have made the movie more successful. No. Does that mean yep. that more film directors in the boardroom would make the company more profitable? Like, they I just think that's what he's implying, but no, if anything, it makes it worse because, you know, you have to cater then to what this executive's vision of a good one is and this guy and this guy and this guy. And we've suddenly heard horror, we've heard horror stories in the music industry where label executives want a certain product and the artist doesn't want to deliver that. They want to do something else. Yeah. I feel I like think, this is a similar thing. And I think maybe he hasn't watched the movie office space because you don't need eight different bosses telling you about TPS reports. Absolutely. So sorry there, Bob, but no. Mm, yeah. Peter. Yeah. What's happening. 
I'm gonna need you to come in on Saturday. Okay. Okay. Oh, and I'm <laughs> gonna need you to come in on Sunday too. Yeah. But he does have some uh, weird quotes that he's given out here. Uh, quality needs attention. It doesn't happen by accident. Quantity, in our case, diluted quality. Uh, and he told that to NBC News. So he thinks it's diluted quality, which... I, I do think that there's something to be said about that, that just the sheer number of Marvel projects that were churned out in the last couple of years may have, may have had may. an impact. Yeah. But I think there's a whole lot more global stuff going on, like people just not affording to go to the theater anymore. Well, there is that. I mean, COVID, we are going to feel the, the, the ripples of COVID for a long, long time. We may never yeah. go back to the yeah. thing. It probably won't. No, no, but don't, I'm yeah. not sure. Like, I, I, I don't think I can get behind, uh, more executives, uh, on no. set. I, I, I just can't, I can't do it. Yeah. Did we get uh, the other Bob Iger news for this week? We did. Okay. That's fine. It's a little bit later on. Oh, sure. Sure. Okay. But, uh, he's also quoted as saying, uh, I would say right now, my number one priority is to help the studio turn around creatively. So, I don't creatively, I think they're doing fine, but well, then you just need to have the creatives, the right creatives on board and let them do their yeah. thing. Yeah. Like you put Dave Filoni where he needs to be. And that was a good decision. I can't agree with that more. I think they did the right thing on that. Yeah. So why can't they figure it out with Marvel? Like, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. But... I mean, I, I give props to Kevin Feige. Like th these are, as a that job has got to be very very tough when yeah. you are sort of the head of the studio and everybody's looking at you so i mean you know if it's great then you're a hero and if it's not you're the goat yeah <laughs> you know, it's charlie brown all over yep but i do think he's uh i, I do think he's done a good job overall to be honest yeah all right, we're moving on. Yeah, let's move on to the next one. Sure, man. Uh, let's do it. People who are expecting a sequel to the Nightmare Before Christmas, uh, don't hold your breath. Was this um, even a, a rumor? Like, I don't recall hearing anything about this. Well, in the age of sequels, right? I guess Tim Burton felt it necessary to put his two cents out there, uh, just I to, I, I, I guess, quell any rumors or whatever. Uh, yeah. He's quoted as saying. Uh, to me, the movie is very important. I've done sequels. I've done other things. I've done reboots. I've done all that shit, right? I don't want this to happen to this. It's nice that yeah. people are maybe interested, but I'm not. I feel like that old guy who owns a little piece of property and won't sell it to the big power plant <laughs> that wants to take my land. Get off my land, you pesky little so-and-so. You ain't getting this property. I don't care what you want to build on it. You come on my property. Where's my shotgun? Wow. That's very so, I mean, real really, life. like, it must be, like, really near and dear to his heart, right? I guess. Because usually money talks, but. Well, there is that. I mean, but I mean, Tim Burton is one of those. He's a bit eccentric. I was going to say, can we call him an auteur? An auteur so. director? Yeah. And I mean, that's, he's, he's what I would consider an artiste. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like. You don't want to redo the thing you've already done. You just, you want no, to do like if you, if you made it perfect the first time, you don't need to go back and do it again. Yeah. And I mean, Nightmare Before Christmas was this, nobody, I think, saw this coming and expected 
what it was. No, not at all. You know, to take the, the idea of the, the claymation stop motion animation, you know, that we all kind of grew up on with those Christmas, the Rankin Bass Christmas specials and yeah. turn it into this like subversive Halloween matchup thing. Yep. It was really cool. Uh, Jack Skellington actor, Chris Sarandon, uh, yeah. has also given a statement saying he has nothing to do with whether the sequels get made. So, well, that's an interesting statement. Doesn't say that there won't be one, but I have nothing he to just, do with it. Yeah. So if they're going to call him, they'll call him. Yeah, really? Yeah. Well, I guess that's a safe answer though. Yeah, it really is. Doesn't put him in any sort of risk. No. Which no. I guess, uh, every actor in Hollywood must be thinking on right now. Yeah, yeah. Current, current state of things, right? Don't say something that's going to get you canceled. <laughs> that's right. Just delete all your social media right now. Yeah, just get rid <laughs> of it. It's the safe thing to do. <laughs> Speaking of social right. media, I just started a TikTok. I know, and it's awesome. <laughs> Go check it out, people. You can check out my TikTok. You can uh, find me on TikTok. It's uh, doorbell. Uh, oh, my God. I can't even say it. Uh, Confessionals. Doorbell confessional. That's me on TikTok. Mm -hmm. right, anyway, moving on, moving on. Sorry. Moving on. Shameless plug. So there's a new alien movie coming. Um, and I guess it's finally starting to yeah. solidify. And alien Romulus. Correct me if I'm wrong. My understanding is that Ridley Scott is involved. Yes. Um, not only is he involved, uh, but uh, star Kaylee Spaney has okay. revealed that this one is going to take place on the alien timeline between part one and part two. Oh, like, so that slots it in there right? on LV four, two, six. Maybe. Wouldn't that be cool? Mm -hmm. But uh, she's quoted as saying it's supposed to slot in between the first and second movie. They brought in the same team from aliens, the James Cameron film. Well, yeah. I mean, and the same people who built those exact xenomorphs came and built ours. Oh, that's so getting to, super cool. Yeah, she continues. So getting to see the original design with the original people who have been working on these films for 45 plus years has been so much of their life, and it's really been incredible. I'm not going to lie. I mean, I enjoy the Alien franchise. The whole yeah. thing, including Prometheus and Alien Covenant. But like, just like in the Terminator world where the sequel, in in my opinion, outshone the original. The original aliens the cameron oh, movie. oh yeah incredible film the one to watch yeah that's yeah. the benchmark right there but Brains. yeah this is going to be the ninth entry in the franchise is it that many it is that many now i guess they're I maybe factoring in alien versus predator i was going to say it probably includes the avps i would think so or uh, avp but, and avp requiem mm-hmm uh, in addition to Kaylee Spaney, though, uh, we're going to have uh, David Johansson. Uh, where's it? Uh, Archie Renault from, uh, I guess, Bones, that show. Oh. Okay. Uh, from the show Rosaline, uh, Isabella Merced, and uh, Spike Fern, as well as Eileen Wu. A lot of names that I just don't know. Yeah, so. they, they're from a lot of different projects, but uh, yeah. Still, uh, a new Alien movie? Okay. Yeah, I'll take another one. Why I'm, not? Uh, I'm on board. Yeah, I'm on board. Yeah, 
it was announced back in 2022 uh, when it was Ridley Scott who uh, shared yeah. that. Uh, uh, what's his name here? Alvarez. The uh, I've lost my place. Oh, I do apologize. Okay. No, that's all right, man. Uh, Fede Alvarez has been. Uh, he's on board to direct. Okay. Um, do we know this guy's uh, this guy's work? Uh, he previously directed Evil Dead, uh, The Girl in the Spider's Web, and Don't Breathe. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, Ridley Scott is back to serve as a producer, along with Michael Proust, and uh, Brett O'Connor, Elizabeth Cantillion, and Tom Moran are executive producing, so... Nice. I don't nice. know any of their stuff, but you know, we've right. got enough ingredients here for a really great film. Yeah, it sounds like it. So are you ready for, you ready for the next one? Uh almost. Uh apparently Romulus is set to release August 16th in 2024. So really not that long of a wait. I you know, I'm curious to know talking about this title for a second, Alien Romulus. Romulus, that's like one of the the isn't that one of the moons of Mars? Maybe. Romulus and Remus, aren't they? I honestly couldn't tell you. My wife I'm would. Gonna, hang on a second. I'm going to look it up. King. Romulus was a king. Hmm. The legendary founder and the first king of Rome. Neat. Oh, various traditions attribute the establishment of many of Rome's oldest legal and political practices to him. Hmm. Built the city of Rome and one of the seven hills along the Tiber, the Palatine Hill, and lived a long life as the king of Rome. Isn't that something? I wonder if we're going to get an uh, alien king. I mean, we've seen the queen. That's an interesting thought because as it stands right now, we just assume that the queen is asexual like, and just able to reproduce on yeah. her own. Yeah. But that could change sort of the the dynamic. Yeah. And I do think, give me a second here to look this up because I actually think in the uh in the action figure world, we've had an alien king before. Hmm. I'm gonna see if I can find was it back during the Kenner days or it, it or more recently been. in the NECA. You know what? That's a good question. Good question. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to see if I can find, definitely there's a, uh, there's a statue. Yeah. Sideshow sideshow collectibles, uh, has done an alien King maquette. Let me see okay. if I can, uh, I'm going to see if I can, Oh, where is it? See if I can, uh, save this image and load it up because I find this to be exceptionally um, interesting. Why can I not minimize my window? What are you doing? Uh oh, because it's the night to mess with you. Oh, I know why. It would help if I was in the right place. <laughs> I'm going to put this up here just for a second and see if we can uh, we can bring that up for everybody to see. Well, at some point, it'll decide to do something. I think somewhere. 
Or it won't. Can I just drag and drop <laughs> in there? No, I cannot drag and drop. Why can I not drag and drop? Mm. Oh, I know why. Because the darn thing's the wrong format. Oh, boo formats. I ran into format troubles today. I don't like that. Well, yeah, I, um, well, you're a Mac guy. Yeah. Oh my gosh. You think I could, anyway, <laughs> there is, take my word for it, folks. The, uh, the folks at Sh uh, Sideshow Collectibles have done a Xenomorph King. So the whole Romulus thing could lean good. That. Yeah. That's a really good theory that maybe we're getting an alien King. And uh, that will lead to the, I don't know, the the queen. Maybe. Yeah, setting up shop on uh, LV426. Yeah. I think it's LV426. And, and maybe she's like a mantis or something, you know, eats the, uh, eats the, he <laughs> oh, eats off the, father. the male. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, that, that would be uh, an interesting. Mm. Yeah. And that's how they end the movie. I don't do horror, but I'll, I do aliens, which is weird because that first alien, especially the first one is like, it was, horror territory. yeah, yeah. But the second one crossed way more into like sci-fi action adventure. Yeah. Yeah. Very much the same but, way like predator does. Right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess that's it for alien. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. I couldn't get the picture. That's all good. We'll maybe do a social media post or something. Yeah, sure. Yeah. But, uh, over on the, uh, Twitters and whatnot, or X, I guess okay, you call X. it. X. X. Do you even X? I know. Go get that shirt. <laughs> but Tim Burton announced the filming wrap for Beetlejuice 2 with a behind-the-scenes set photo, and it looks kind of like he might be in uh, one of those lounge waiting rooms in the afterlife. This is what I was thinking. Is that is that what we're thinking it is? It could be that, or maybe it's, uh, it's the Dietz's home living space based on uh, the mom's decorative maybe. tastes maybe right the floor just the the wonky looking floor makes me think i like oh, the yeah, floor the, the waiting room thing yeah and the but, checkerboard though like reminds me of the snakes too right true it's halfway to stripes i don't know, Black and I don't know what to make about this this is a sequel that i never saw coming well glad, as long as it's I'm not beetlejuice in hawaii well I'm glad it's happening. Don't get me wrong, but I truly thought, oh, it's never happening. Yeah. So the fact that it's here, I'm almost here, I should say. Yeah. I'm I'm um, quite happy about that. Yeah. When is it set to release here? I guess we don't have a set date for it yet, but uh, yeah, going over who's coming back. Uh, obviously, Michael Keaton is back as Beetlejuice. Uh, Winona Ryder is Lydia Dietz. Catherine O'Hara as Delia Dietz. Um, but the newcomers, Jenna Ortega will be playing Lydia's daughter. And this Great one, I, I don't know if this Great has been revealed choice. yet, but Monica Bellucci will be playing Beetlejuice's wife. <laughs> that is also an amazing choice. Yeah. <laughs> and so then cool. just to add more creep factor, we got sure, Willem sure. Dafoe playing an afterlife police officer nice so <laughs> that's norman osborne that face and get him chasing beetlejuice yeah really i mean uh, have you seen sorry just talking about willem dafoe for a second the boondock saints 
Yes. He played an FBI agent in that, and he was amazing. Yeah. Um, the Google is telling me Beetlejuice 2 is slated for September 6th, 2024. Cool. So we're uh, less than a year away. Mm-hmm. Uh, actor Justin Thero is also in the film, but in an unknown role. So oh. I guess we'll have to wait and see. I guess, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Beetlejuice 2. Um, I will be seeing that in the theater. Yeah. This was a good trailer to see this week. Uh, I also agree with this. Furiosa, the Mad Max yeah. saga. Furiosa. I, at first, I thought, oh, prequel, younger Charlize Theron, but like this young actress that they've hired. Anna Taylor-Joy. What a great, like the, her, her, she's got a very striking image. Mm-hmm. And I think she pulls it off. I think well. so. Um, the, the, it, it looks the, like, go ahead. Yeah. Sorry. The one for me is Chris Hemsworth. I, I, it doesn't even look like him. He reminds me. Do you remember, um, do you remember the Beastmaster with Mark Singer? I vaguely recall it. Do you remember the, who the main villain in that was? No, it was Rip Torn. Really? He played Zed in, uh, Men in Black. Yeah. But he had this like prosthetic nose that gave him like this, like, like pronounced an extra nose. curve. It was a, yeah. And I'm, as soon as I saw Chris Hemsworth with the hair and the nose, I'm like, Oh my God, it's the rip torn thing. <laughs> yeah. It's like, go and have a look at a rip torn in Beastmaster, and then watch the Furiosa trailer and, and try not to laugh when you get to Chris Hemsworth. Cause yeah, he looks completely comical, but I have a couple more. I'm excited to see Chris Hemsworth play against type and mm-hmm. play what I, what I perceive as a villain. Yeah. Some sort of warlord who basically has yeah. her in slavery. Yeah. And I mean, we've, you know, if you haven't seen the trailer yet, uh, you know, maybe you want to like pause us and go away for a few minutes. Cause I'm going to say some stuff that you might be like, Oh, but Emerton Joe is in this. Yeah. Movie. So well, that's going to be you go cool. one more slide. You might see a little fraction of him. Oh, nice. Oh, it's on the third slide. We got on three slides, slide. but there, but there's, but uh, they're in the middle. Yeah. 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 Looking all like, like freaky deaky freaky <laughs> mad scientist almost. Absolutely. But, yeah. Yeah. But like, then, you know, uh, yeah. The yeah. But we see behind Chris Hemsworth's character. There is, I guess the young, young version a Furiosa in the cage. So maybe so, he's a, some kind of slaver then maybe sells her off to Joe could be. What's interesting is that, you know, everybody's aged down. So obviously yeah. Emerton Joe is, I mean, it can't be the same actor. The fellow that played no. Emerton Joe has, has passed away. Yeah. Um, and the guy who played Emerton Joe in, in, uh, Mad Max is the same guy who played the villain in, the original Mad Max. It's the same actor. Believe the humongous. Me. Humongous was in Beyond Thunderdome, wasn't he? He was in one of them. I can't remember which one. The guy from the the leader of the motorcycle gang in the original Mad Max okay. is the same actor that play that was Emerton Joe. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, uh, George R. R. Miller coming back with uh, another saga in the mm. Mad Max world. 
Yeah. Um, I'm excited to see how this plays out. I'm excited to see Chris Hemsworth not having to do any, well, I shouldn't say that. He probably will do some, um, gets to be an Australian. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? He gets to be an Australian. <laughs> Cause that's, that's where the movies take place. Yeah. Now I have a question. Let me, let me just get something here. Let me ask you something. the movie still has the mad max name attached to it and i just want to know does a mad max movie work without without max maybe does it did 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 fury road did they ever confirm that uh his character was the same character well i uh, see they called him max but they didn't you know they did yeah yeah my memories of that one are vague I was pretty certain he said that his name was Max. Hmm. Now. Cause I had always, he, there wasn't, uh, wasn't the rumors that he was possibly the wild child from, uh, the second one. Cool. That's because there cool was thought. the little, the little wind up music box. Right. And he was like, Ooh, look at this. Oh, right. Right. And I don't know if that was just a fan theory or not, but it was a good one. I do like that. Hmm. Cause you got to figure it like post-apocalyptic world, your life expectancy goes down. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't see too many, uh, 90 year olds cruising around on bikes and whatnot. I'm, you know what, this is going to take more time than I have to do while we're live, but I'm going, I'm going to look into that because I want to know what the popular, what the popular, popular, Fair but enough. for those of you who are watching, if, if you've seen Fury Road, what's your thoughts? Is, is, uh, um, oh my gosh, is Tom Hardy's character, Max, the same character as Mel Gibson's Max Rokotansky? Are they the same person? Or is it the wild child from... Who uh, maybe just took the name Max because is he knew somebody it. else. Well, the name and the car... Yeah. And by the way, the car got totaled because Max didn't have the car for the third movie. No. It got it got like nuked. Hmm. That's a Ford Falcon uh uh Ford Falcon Interceptor, I think it's called. With a charger. By the way. Yeah, with uh, uh it's a Australian only model. Well, Steve says that he can't remember and uh neither neither can I. <laughs> yeah <laughs> perils of getting old that's true but yeah i'm but uh yeah. i'm in on this one yeah it's set to release may 24th 2024 so oh, again that's, just, around, that that's far off. just around the corner that's just mm-hmm. ahead of the summer blockbuster season so that might be a strategic placement uh don't want to compete with anything that marvel's doing next year although mm-hmm. everything's most of it's going to be from sony anyway yeah but yeah all right so this one's kind of fun. Uh, I guess it leaked on the Xbox site that uh, Peter Griffin and Metal Gear Solid Snake <laughs> are going to be playable in the next season of Fortnite. Um, um, Lars. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> now, he, he, in, the, in the screenshot here, he does look like the... Uh, the more muscular version of Peter Griffin from when he got yeah. all uh, beautified in that one episode, but uh, yeah, solid snake up there. He just looks like your average everyday solid snake. 
<laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I can't believe they're going to do that. <sighs> yeah, it was shared on uh, X, or I guess uh, the unofficial Fortnite News X slash Twitter account, sure, uh, sure. Sheena BR. And, uh, you know, it showed up in the Xbox store. They screen capped it and, uh, you know, no confirmations well, then, or anything yet, but that's pretty much on the nose then if that's right from the, uh, from, from the, the Xbox store. Yeah. yeah. A Microsoft store. Yeah. Somebody probably put it up too soon. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. Ah, Fortnite. Uh, do any of your kids play? No, no, they yeah, do not. I don't play the Fortnite either. It just never appealed to me. We, we've seen so many videos of kids playing it and like absolutely losing their shit if they lose it's yeah ridiculous. Not, it's not how i like to play no all right well Fortnite. moving on yep Woo! looks like we're headed to toy news yeah got a little let's, bit this week let's kick this one off what do we got here so super seven has announced their ultimates godzilla minus one figure now this is being billed as an ultimates it is being billed as an Ultimates. Wow, uh, this guy one is hell of a time fitting the tail in an Ultimates box. Oh, really? Uh, <laughs> this guy is eight point four inches tall, and with yeah. the tail, fourteen point two two inches long. Only, <laughs> only, yeah. So he's a little bit bigger, but not by much than what NECA was doing with their Godzilla license. It's a little, but not by too much. But yeah. Now Godzilla um, minus one has opened this past weekend in the US. yeah it opened Apparently, in. Uh, it had previously released in Japan. Yeah. Yeah. It just opened here December 1st. It's doing very, very well. As I kind of hoped it would. Um, uh, of people, course it, people is, are... it is a Toho movie, so it's in Japanese. So be prepared yeah. if you go to see it, then it's going to be subtitled. But at the same time, uh, it's got that, that certain Japanese appeal to it, right? Like it looks the, like the big taking... monster film. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah it looks like they've taken all of the elements of a classic Godzilla movie and put it through this. How can we make it look cool filter? <laughs> you know what mm -hmm. I mean? Like it just looks, how do you take a guy in a suit or animatronic and make it look like a, like a top tier CGI thing mm -hmm. based on the trailers. I say they've accomplished it. They really have. I think it looks great. Um, I don't have a Godzilla in my collection. Do you not? No, I like Godzilla, but not enough. I've got one. Up. Do you? I do. I have one. I needed him to go with my uh, King Kong. So. Oh, to go with Kong. <laughs> yeah. Is it the Godzilla from uh, Godzilla versus Kong? Uh, no, I believe it's one of the NECA ones from uh, sure, sure. the other 17 versions of him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. Steve says, I would love to wear a Godzilla suit in a Japanese theater. <laughs> You know, but, and you would be completely revered for doing that, right? Like people totally. would, just, they would all want to have their picture taken and they yep. would all want to come up and like, you know, Hey, that would be totally cool. I think that would be awesome. Yeah. But this particular figure, it comes with uh, interchangeable roaring and neutral heads. Oh, that, yeah, so. sure. No, they didn't do the, uh, let, let, and I've seen this done before. Let's give them a hinged jaw. Yeah. No, not on this one. Or in the case of NECA, where they, they give you the, the hinged the, jaw and the plug-in, you know. For the flame blast. ball. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the cone. Yep. Or the, the blunt. 
however you want to look at it. <laughs> the giant nuclear blunt. <laughs> yep. All right. Well, that's Godzilla. What else we got? Yeah, it's a good looking figure. It is. A good uh, figure. Sticking with Super Seven, their reaction line. Uh, oh apparently, we have some God. Sesame Street stuff out right now. <laughs> um. Yes, there's the Count and Burton Ernie, but like the yep 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 those guys. Why not? They've never had an action figure before, have they? Not to my knowledge, no. No. Um. Now. Does anybody Unfortunately, know? these are already sold out on oh, uh, Super Seven's yeah. website. Well, then that but, does tell that that people did need them. Yeah, <laughs> but I assume they're going to be showing up at some retailers at least. That's wild that they're sold out. And we were just talking about reaction and just how it's this like never-ending like stream of yeah. licenses. But like here in Canada, like full price for one of these is like twenty-two bucks. I can't yeah. twenty-two dollars on a five POA. No, like I know nostalgia pulls at the heartstrings. Like I am, I am very self-aware in that regard, but really like, uh, I can't do it. I love them, but I can't take you back, but they do. Yeah, they do. Yeah. But apparently this is only the first wave. So I guess we can expect them to probably expand out from this. So maybe in deluxe versions, you'll get your uh, Big Bird and Snuffleupagus. I guess we would need Oscar a Grover, Roach with the Oscar, can. yeah, uh, Elmo, Tully. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and then, then we, need, the... we need our crossover character, Kermit. Yes. Kermit for all here. Oh, but, well uh, Yeah. Wave one, it's sold out. So pretty much guarantees wave two is going to come, right? Well, I I would hope so. You'd think if they're sold out that people are buying them. So, but we don't know what the production numbers are either. So true. true. Wow, Sesame Street reaction. <laughs> yep. Right. Things you didn't know you needed. How about this? Do you need these? Uh, no, I don't need these personally, but I know some people out there are looking to what get them. What we do we have, call uh, this? Uh, this is uh, Bizarro and, and Batzaro. Batzaro, yeah, yeah. And you know, Bizarro, he's got his backward symbol and his Bizarro number one uh, medal. Yeah, uh, yeah. Batzaro, he's got his upside down symbol and his uh, utility belt is upside down with all the pockets yeah. empty, open. <laughs> yeah, but uh, you know, coming from McFarland, so and these are based on comics, so they're. Uh, going to they, look sculpy like yep. a little bit better they are going to look like what you would expect them to look like they came off the page yeah fortunately they're not based on any real human being likeness <laughs> yep oh mcfarland um that's cool it's cool i mean but you know it's it's mcfarland and like you said yeah. i can sell batman any day of the week and here we are with yet another another batman, batman. yeah no surprise these are going to be available for pre-order i guess december 8th and forward so at the same Keep time, though, if, if you're a DC super fan, like if you're a diehard, like why not? Why yeah. Bizarro is a, he's like a fairly high up version or like I would villain, so. I guess. I, I would think so. Yeah. I mean, he's been adapted a couple times. Like they even pulled him into the new Superman and Lois show, but. Uh, I, I still remember his appearances in super friends mm-hmm. and uh, what Bizarro world was like a square. Like it was like a cube. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> now, was that a lift from the comics? Uh, I believe that might have been. Yeah, 
Yeah. This I remember seeing it on TV and it's like, oh, Bizarro's world is a square. <laughs> yep. Flat earthers. <laughs> nice. All right. Well, there's a there's some news from McFarland for you. Oh, we got Speaking a bit more though. McFarland, where are we going next here? Uh, the boy wonder when he yeah, yeah, Nightwing from the Batman Nightfall series. This is Again, like early, early yeah. Nightwing costume. Yeah, this is like he's right about Teen Titans level here, I believe. Yeah, yeah. But I was again, never a fan of this suit. No, not really. It just looks. I, I do. I prefer his black and blue one over this. I like that one. This yeah. one gives me, like. I get that it's supposed to be wings, right? Like that's yeah. what we're looking at. The gold's supposed to be wings, but then it comes off like the way, maybe it's just me. It comes off native American. Hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, and that just, it's never just the look of it is just never sat right with me and not necessarily for the, for the, how I perceive it, but like the blue and the gold, they should work together. Well, but they I do. Just, it's silver booster gold and what's his face. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I've just never really liked this look for him. But if you're going after that whole nightfall yeah, section exactly. with uh, like your, your Azrael Batman and all that kind of need this one. So it would be a natural to, to fill out that line. Yeah. Again, pre-order December 8th and take it from there. Yeah. All righty then. Uh, oh, uh, this next one, we're, we're swinging back over to super seven ultimates. Uh, we had covered the foot soldier last week. That's right. But the, the rest of the wave now has been revealed and we're going to get, uh, what is it here? Mysterious Ninja Nomad, Leonardo rapping Mike Ninja Nomad. Yeah. Well, I like these. I like them because they're updates to the playmates. Yes. Boy. Yeah, they still have that same like expression type feel to them, but with a yeah. lot more articulation and whatnot. I just saw a photo was last night of uh, the updated Space Cadet Wrath. Hmm. Yeah, it looked really cool. And I don't know if it was, I think it's Super 7. Super 7's leaning into the Playmates thing. NECA has been doing more of the, the movie thing. Yeah. And the last Ronin that they're doing. Yes. Uh, but we got one more slide here with the other, which includes the foot soldier and the rat king. Yeah. And again, like they just look like great updates to the playmates figures. Kind of yeah. like, kind of like when Mattel did masters universe classics, you know how the original he-man, like the five and a half inch guys were that squat pose. Yeah. And all of the turtle figures were on that. Like they were also kind of squatted. Now yeah. they're actually like, Oh, they can actually stand up. Yeah. They don't have to be battle ready all the time. No, I like that. Yeah, but uh, this is the uh, full wave 11. And if you do get them all, you do get that bonus uh, accessory pack with the oh, extra weapons yeah, for yeah. each, we looked at last week. each yeah. character. Yeah. Oh, that looks cool. So head cool, over to super7.com. Yeah. Uh, this next one, I didn't know this was a thing, but I want this. Uh, I didn't know uh, this was a thing either. <laughs> I, I just saw this today. Ultimates again from Super Seven has released yeah. a notorious BIG figure. And well, it, it's definitely well, him. It is. Uh multiple heads, multiple hands, lots of accessories, uh, even multiple hats. So cool. You know, what better way to immortalize him than in a in a seven inch figure? I wonder what his family thinks of. I mean, clearly whoever owns the likeness rights is involved. 
presumably it's his family yeah. yeah but like i did not know i needed this figure and i want Until this you figure saw yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 i guess this is for you what the bon jovi was for me it is yeah <laughs> wow notorious big coming to you uh coming to you in plastic form uh very soon yep oh my god i guess it's, it's that time, time. loading lexicon generating responses responses ready lexicon is the word game where you decide what's real and what is a con get ready here we go all right it's this week's edition of lexicon the game where i put up a nonsensical but true word and i'm going to give you three definitions your job is to pick out the right uh, correct definition and uh, if i've done my job correctly i will fool you and pull off the con do you want to know what, what this week's word is this week's word is oxter 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 mm. oxter <laughs> kind of goofy kind of weird looking a little bit yeah all right well let's see the definition number one for oxter a person's armpit that's definition number one uh definition number two the small pocket in a pair of jeans more commonly referred to as a watch pocket and definition number three a new social media platform based in the netherlands that connects people based on their favorite smells oxter <laughs> somebody's armpit huh. the small pocket in the front of your jeans or smelly social media platform hmm. what do you think well we think the social media platform will be called snifter <laughs> but uh scratch and snifter <laughs> yeah i'm gonna go with the small pocket in a pair of jeans the small pocket in a pair of jeans more commonly referred to as a watch pocket yeah we've got that's uh, my kimberly, choice kimberly coming in on youtube with uh, number two she thinks that's the one sarah also over on youtube also thinks it's number two silver spiders here he thinks it's number two wow it's number two by a landslide mm -hmm. any more for any more do we win well um this one was a lot of fun putting together uh when i read it because it just <laughs> how do you not how do you not laugh at a word like oxter it just sounds completely bizarre that being like said uh, that being said uh for those of you who picked number two dun, 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 you're wrong oh, oh no it, it, yeah oxter is an outdated and not used word it's it's an old word that means a person's armpit it gets funnier and I don't mean to be offensive, but it gets funnier when you realize that the word origin is old Scottish and Northern England. Hmm. Oh, go scrub your oxter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I oxter. think we got our next t-shirt. <laughs> there we go. That's a lexicon for this week. looks like uh, I did it. I got the con. You did it good job <laughs> all right i'm gonna send it back over to you andy where are we going next uh we're going back to bob Iger next 
Uh, uh, he has yes. confirmed his exit plans amidst the studio's lackluster box office run. Uh, so his contract is set to run out in 2026. Keep and he just, is. He, I just wanted to say for people who don't know, like this is a contract. Can we call it an extension? I would yeah, call it an extension. Yeah. Extension. Cause he was gone and they brought the him back came out of retirement because they asked him to. Yeah. Yeah. Basically they said, you know, come back and save us. And you know, as far as saving them, did, I don't know that he's it doing work? it, but, <laughs> but yeah, he he's putting it out on like COVID and underperforming box office numbers and whatnot. But uh, he has stated that as when the contract's done, so is he. You know what? I mean, the guy had already gone into retirement. At some point, you got to go like, whether the ship is sinking or not. Yeah, like, I've had my time. I want to have the rest of my life now. It's time for someone else. I don't blame him. I don't blame him for uh, for saying that his exit date is fixed. Uh, good yeah. for you. Now, I did read that they, he did say that the succession planning at Disney right now is well uh, well in place. So. He makes it sound like his successor will be, he doesn't name names, but that there is a replacement for him. Yeah, so there's something ready know. to go. Yeah. Yeah. Will but, we see a big change in the company? I don't know. Maybe. They dug up Michael Eisner. <laughs> no, just <laughs> kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. Uh, but yeah, between uh, the Little Mermaid, Haunted Mansion, and uh, Dial of Destiny, uh, they figure they lost an estimated 900 million. Oh yeah. Well, and and he's quoted as saying, uh, he's quoted as saying he is overwhelmed and exhausted by the series of flops. And At least it, they didn't yeah. write them off and take the tax write off. <laughs> yeah. We'll talk about that in a minute too. <laughs> really? Yeah. Well, again, uh, and maybe that sort of goes hand in hand with his other comments about more executives. Yeah. Again, though, they're they're solely focusing on a numbers thing, and I get it, but when you're a publicly traded company, yeah, that's there's only one thing that matters, and that is revenue. Yeah. But that at some point, even for a publicly traded company, that's gonna have to come second. Like you're gonna have to give the public back something. You can't well, just you've keep got charging it. and charging and giving less and less and less. Absolutely. But that's the whole idea, especially in an entertainment company. You've got to yeah. produce stuff that gets the public behind you. Yeah. You want the public to want your yeah. stuff, to want to watch your stuff. But yeah, absolutely. You got to make, I don't know. Yeah. Again, you know, these jobs are just like insurmountably, like I could not deal with the pressures that he would have to deal with when you're talking, no. you know, billions of dollars. Yeah. No, thank you. No, thank you. All right. Let's see what we got next. Next up, uh, Bruce Campbell is claiming that his character from Doctor Strange and Spider-Man are one and the same. At first, I was thinking Tobey Maguire Spider-Man, but we're actually talking. Uh, um, no, you're talking Tobey Maguire Spider-Man because he was the uh, the usher that refused to let Spider-Man in to see Mary Jane's play. He was and a wrestling then, uh, promoter. He was the wrestler. He was also, the, yeah, in the no, first one. Are people the same person? I would assume so. I because in the first one. In... See, I thought now reading it a second, third, fourth time, I thought we were connecting the usher to the street, the street meat guy, the vent, yep. street vendor guy. 
Yes, but I think we're also connecting him to the ring, uh, the wrestling ring announcer. Yes. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> That's funny. When you sent this over to me, I'm like, oh, well, that that would make him uh, the, for all of the uh, Goldberg uh, fans out there. That makes that makes Bruce Campbell's character the uh, John Calabasas of the MCU. <laughs> yep, man of a thousand <laughs> trades. Hi, I'm John Calabasas, wrestling promoter. Hi, I'm John Calabasas, theater usher. Hi, I'm John Calabasas, street vendor. Papa Pizza. Uh, oh, that's funny. But Bruce Campbell is quoted as saying, so yes, he is the same character, but we don't know who he really is. We're getting close to finding out. Uh, and then people have asked, because in Raimi's universe, yeah, uh, there was talk that Campbell would be Mysterio in part four. Oh, so people are saying, you know, is he actually going to turn out to be Quentin Beck? And he says he can't confirm or deny. I've read some pretty wild comments. I saw one comment that said he's the beyonder. Ooh, that'd be weird. (laughs) Yeah. Too weird. Too weird to be taken seriously, but still I got a good laugh out of it. Yep. Well, then that almost suggests to me that we're going to see him again. I believe we are going to see him again in another comment like that. That says like, Oh, we haven't seen the last of this character. No, if anything, we're going to get a little bit more, but now where's he going to turn up next? Well, Avengers secret war could be the place. Maybe, maybe we do have all the stuff coming from Sony next year. So true. He could turn up in some of that stuff. Absolutely. All right. Well, Bruce Campbell, mystery character. That's right. We also got a trailer for Suicide Squad Iskai this week. This is an interesting uh, concept. It, I wasn't aware of what this was. Um, uh, the idea being that they take a popular uh, a popular uh, a style and they do this sort of out-of-world thing with them. Yeah. Uh, Amanda Waller apparently assembles the group, as she does all the time, and sends them to a world of swords and magic where orcs rampage and dragons rule the sky. Isn't that something? So, yeah, it's a bit of a mashup. Uh, but from the trailer, we do see that we've got Harley Quinn. Uh, yep. We got the Joker, Peacemaker, King Shark, and Clayface, as well as uh, Deadshot, I believe. So there's uh, some of the classic uh, crew uh, in this version of the Suicide Squad. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do have a second slide here with a couple more images from it. Um, there you do get to see Clayface kind of uh, going full Claybore. And... <laughs> yeah. uh, Amanda Waller standing there looking menacingly like she always does. Yep. And uh, yeah, it, it heavy, heavy anime influence here. Well, I mean. Based on the crossover, right? But uh, It had to be, yeah. Yeah. Uh, they're saying there is a 2024 release window. So, right, right. you know, whenever that is, I don't know. Uh, the Joker does not appear to be part of the full movie. He's more like a little teaser on the side. All right. But uh, he is there. Just so you know, we're getting we're getting ripped over the coals here. Our good friend Red on YouTube. Hey, listening to you guys describe uh, Isekai is making my night. <laughs> well, thanks for correcting us. Yeah, that's what you're there Listen, for, Red. You come up here and pronounce this stuff, man. <laughs> Language is want... stuff. Yeah, I don't even want to start pronouncing some of the uh, names here. Um, Lots of people are involved. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people. 
Um, um, I I read that it is John Cena's uh, Peacemaker, though. It looks to be him. Yeah. Yeah. So, but that's uh, interesting. Well, it Marvel is not going to be. No. no. Uh, okay. Anna Nagis uh, is oh. going to be the voice of Harley Quinn. Um, right. Takahito Koyo or Koyasu, I believe. I'm sorry if I pronounced it wrong, but he will be the voice okay. of Peacemaker. Uh, Jun Fukuyama as Clayface. Subaru Kimaru as King Shark. So interesting. Yeah, no, uh, no familiar voices for me, but uh, you know, somebody out there knows them. You know, this is so off the wall, and I mean, the concept of like uh, uh, mashing genres—it's um, interesting. Yeah, sometimes it hits, sometimes it misses, but because it's the Suicide Squad which is a little more offbeat anyway. Yeah. I, I will give this one a chance. Yeah. We've linked to the trailer in the show notes if you want to go give it a look. But uh, based on the trailer, it looks like it's going to have a good chunk of action. and Sure, sure. Whatnot. Now, is this going to be a, a direct-to-home media? Uh, I don't know for sure. I mean, most. Just that it will be uh, premiering globally in 2024. 2024. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. So fans of Supernatural, uh, oh, wow. they have been teased here. Uh, while speaking at the 2023 Creation Honolulu Convention, uh, both uh, Sam and Dean, uh, Jared Padalaki and uh, Jensen Ackles, yeah, uh, they were quoted as saying, here's Padalaki saying, uh, I have some ideas and I hope now that the writers are back and the actors are back, we can all get together. That's interesting. But, yeah, Jensen Ackles then said, uh, stay tuned on that. There are some conversations regarding that conversation that are being held or that are being had. Sorry. We got to talk so, about what we talked about for the talk. So stage. a possible season 16 of supernatural. That's an interesting thought. It, it had a, an immense popularity when it was on. It did. And it ended like it, it ended like a, you know, hardcore, no more. There's that's it. That's all. Yeah. 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 Because like if, what, after all the seasons, what's left, right? Like they fought know. the devil, they fought God, they fought God's sister, they fought, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, you know, just an ever mounting source of we've, villains. We've but, done it all, yeah, yeah. Let me take us so. back here for a second. We get a get a further uh, a follow up comment from Red who says, uh, For the layman, it is a pervasive style of anime story that involves a person or persons from our world or dimension being sent to another often based in fantasy or video games. So it's Jumanji. Oh, <laughs> Jumanji! Uh, oh, that's interesting. So there you go. I appreciate that. Hmm. Thank you for the education. I do appreciate that. All right. All right. Here we go. Wapich is real. She can't yeah. So uh, while a Luigi creator reveals yeah. a scrapped peach design, um, Apparently this design is out there. The 3d renderings are out there, uh, but uh, she never made it into the video games. This is an interesting look. Um, the sketch. I would have preferred if she just, if they'd have rendered her in black. True. She'd look think... way more sinister. True. But the coloration goes more along the lines with your Waluigi and your oh, you're Wario. Right. You're right. Yeah, right? You're, you're right. Cause they're like purples and yellows and, but uh, you're right. You're right. Oh, 
read reverse Jumanji. What happened to Robin Williams? Yes. Yes, that's right. When the game comes alive, not when you get sucked into the game. Got it. I think. I don't know. Well, I'll just watch in, it. in the reboot, they all got sucked into the video game. They did. Twice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, wow. Um, this is an interesting uh, character idea. Does this mean that this character is going to turn up in a future title? I don't know for sure. I don't know. Maybe it'll like drive uh, some sort of fan demand for her. But apparently she was uh, rendered and created for the GameCube Mario Tennis game. So GameCube. wow, we're we're going back. Yeah, so this design has been out there for quite a while. Sure. Um, but uh, Camelot president uh, Hiroyuki Takahishi uh, addressed the concept of bad versions of Princess Peach and Princess Daisy uh, back in 2000, right. saying, "We asked Nintendo about girlfriends for Wario and Waluigi." But Mr. Miyamoto said that he didn't even want to see their girlfriends. So oh, right. it kind of got shut down back then. But yeah, no. But the designs have leaked out and, uh, you know, expect uh, cosplayers to kind of pick it up and run with it. So I would. Yeah. It's yeah. a natural. Cool. Yeah. Why cool not? Here. So well, here we are back at Warner Brothers. Yep. Uh, the CEO of WB. Uh, is defending their decision to cancel movies like Coyote versus Acme and Batgirl and Scoob Holiday Haunt, uh, oh, saying they, that they, uh, they give a, an actual reason other than it was my decision. Um, they are quoted as saying, "We decided that we had to have courage. The question is, should we take a certain percentage of these movies and open them in theater and spend another thirty million or forty million to promote them?" When I look at the health of our company today, we needed to make those decisions and it took real courage. So all that tells me is they had zero faith in their own product. That's like saying, yeah, that's like saying like, it I'm, is so bad. Yeah. We don't want to dump any more into it. Yeah. Yeah. Like even, and I've, I've said this a few times on our show, even Roger Corman's fantastic four has seen the light of day. Yeah. It like, has. How bad does it have to be for you to say it's going to take courage not to release this? Yeah, I don't get it. Like, is this the new age of like money laundering? Like, here, let's dump you know a hundred million into a movie and then do nothing with it. Yeah, yeah, take the tax write off. I, I don't yeah. know. I don't but, know. You know, like we had uh, talked about earlier, the Coyote versus Acme is getting shopped around. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So hope is there for Batgirl and Scoob as well, but uh, who knows? Yeah, well, we'll have right? to see. We'll have to see. But as of right now, well, and going back to that thing about like how bad is it? It somebody I I don't remember who it was. Somebody said about Batgirl that it was unwatchable, that they couldn't put it out in the form that it was in. Really? Well. Yeah, but I mean, again, how bad does it have to be to be declared yeah. unwatchable? Because, like, somebody, I seem to recall somebody else saying that the Echo series was unwatchable. Wow! But based on that trailer, I, I want I don't it now. see that. Yeah, I'm, I'm very interested to see the how that plays out. Because clearly, yeah, cause... you know, they have a deeper relationship from when she was yeah. a little girl. Yeah, but yeah, um, but like courage. Someone, yeah courage to put work away and let it never see the light of day. I think it would take more yeah, courage yeah. to release it at the same time. 
at the same time, like, and that we, we are talking from the fan perspective, but let's, let's talk from the employee perspective. Everybody got paid. Did they? You would have get paid for your work. You'd had to get paid for your work. Well, I guess. Yeah. But like, guess it depends on what the structure of the deals were really. Yeah. Cause like your, your John Cena's and whatnot, you'd probably yeah, want yeah. some sort of residuals or a cut of the, yeah, the exactly. box office. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And if it never goes there, they don't have to give you that. No, you're right. You're right. So yeah, I, I should eat. I, I, I recant what I just said. Uh, and I Some double down on the new age of money laundering, <laughs> new age money laundering. Yeah. I was thinking more along the lines of the, the, the digital artists that are, you know, especially in animation. Now those folks would have got paid, but yeah. no, your, your, your talent, your actors and voice actors, that's a, maybe a different story. Yeah. And like, how much are you denying them? Like also, I don't uh, know, publicity wise, right? Like, Oh, I'm in the new movie. This. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. No, you're not. It doesn't exist. Yeah. It's like, but I worked on it. I made it. It just didn't get released. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a uh, TV pilots that get filmed and don't get released or, you know, yeah, they don't get picked up for series or whatever. Yeah. On, oh. a, on a grander scale. Yeah. Hopefully that, you know, that there is room for these things down the road somewhere like they're not yeah. destroyed well, with all the Maybe streaming are, services does it really cost them anything to add it to a streaming service you pay like, a license like a switch video? well this is what i mean like warner brothers license your stuff to another studio yeah it's just it's not costing you anything to license it no you know just put it out there then the Make person who licenses for it. it if netflix licenses it guess who pays for the marketing netflix yeah. you know like you don't have to pay for that yeah, that's saving money too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ah, so frustrating. Yep. All right, what do we got here? This next one is good. Oh, this is the uh, the uh, latest the, trailer. The, the Nintendo Power Glove. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm like Kong got a glove. He got a big old video game glove. What's going on he here? Does. Uh, we do get a second glance of it later on in the trailer, but. Uh, lot going on in this trailer we do have like a baby kong diddy kong um yeah <laughs> we get to, to see that a lot of our actors are returning from the previous uh installments um yeah. this one scene in the middle here where it's got godzilla and kong kind of running side by side yeah uh it's upset a lot of people in what sense that kaiju apparently shouldn't be moving that fast i've been waiting for godzilla to move like this for a while i get clumsy yeah. dinosaur thing but like but like if kong is moving like a, a great ape should he's got the speed got a, he's got the power absolutely have you ever watched lizards go they get up and they go like that's true that's true crocodiles iguanas chameleons yeah. yep. maybe not so much chameleons but <laughs> but like those lizards that run across water oh yeah never yeah, touch yeah, yeah, yeah. you know of course of course yeah they've got speed I have to say though, as much as I'm intrigued by this, because I do, I like the, uh, I'm a big Godzilla fan, I, especially I like the new Godzilla and I like the new Kong as well. I have to say watching this trailer almost made me, I, I turned to my wife and I said, this looks unfinished. Like this does not look like final. No, like, the CGI did not look complete to me. It didn't be not in the, uh, the leaping scene, but it didn't look bad. But it didn't look like, oh my God, either. Well, in, in our next frame here, 
there is an oh my god frame and it is that one right there with uh, godzilla lighting up and screaming at the sky getting all uh nuclear yeah now i I have read online there's a theory that this is not our godzilla from king of monsters from the 20 okay the 2014 this is a different zilla that this might be a female godzilla who will hook up with blue who will show up later to give us son of godzilla oh godzuki yeah, <laughs> that we have, we'll have a son uh, of Kong awesome. and a son of Godzilla, right? So is that what we're getting at? That uh, Diddy there is Kong's son? I don't know for sure. I I have nothing but speculation at this point. Because there's there's a seat, there's a spot in the trailer where there's like, oh, there's a lot of Kongs. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, if you look at that top, uh, the oh, top that's left like, image yeah, the there, left. That's there, the there's talking. like an entire colony of them just gathered yeah. around this. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah this new villain who's like almost a red ape i i presume it's our kong from the last movie because he's got the the axe yes which yes. he used in the last film so i okay it's got to be that that's the kong that we know and he's going to stumble into something further inside hollow earth where this colony yeah, yeah. of other kongs are uh, taking up residence i will definitely be watching this i've been watching monarch uh, on Apple TV plus, and I've been really enjoying it. So, um, I'm down for this. Yeah. This looks like a big, crazy monster movie. Looks awesome. Yeah. It looks, yeah, it does look good. I would link to the trailer in the show notes. And I don't know if it looks as good as the stuff we've seen from Godzilla minus one, but (laughs) I I don't know. This one almost has uh, a more fun vibe to it. Yeah, I mean this two different studios, so and two different tonal uh tone vibes, of course. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll be checking this one out. Yeah. Here we go. And again, we don't have to wait long. Uh April twelfth, twenty twenty four. Oh yeah, not so, long at all. Not long at all. Nope. So apparently the real reason that Jenna Ortega has left Scream has come out and because it's salary. The other person got fired. Oh, salary. Yeah. Uh, is it though? Is it really? I don't or is, know. And I said this before is salary and is the, is that the out? I can just say they're not paying me enough and people will accept that. But I still yeah. wonder, is it because the other person got fired? And I, I think it might be, be a little bit of both. I, I would agree with that. Yeah. Uh, THR reported that uh, the cash shakeup with Ortega may not be due to scheduling conflicts, uh, but instead uh, a salary dispute. So, so maybe could be possibly might be, we're not sure. Yeah. But, uh, apparently she was demanding a higher salary in the area of seven figures instead of six. And like her star is shooting right now. Well, six is only hundreds of thousands. Whereas seven puts you in the million millions, you know, 1 million is a seven figure. Yeah. Um, and given the that. success, uh, her other successes in television, and I don't know what she made for Wednesday. Wednesday. Sure. She's a million dollar yeah. actor. Sure. Give her a million. Give her a million tax free. There you go. Yep. Give her, give her enough so that when she pays her taxes, it's a million. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's okay. I, I get it. I get yep. it. Yep. <clears throat> Our next one here, uh, this one, I guess this, you could say this one has been coming for a while, but oh, uh, this man. one just kind of cements what has been talked about. 
Yep. Um, We've talked about this several times, and here it is. Yep. Uh, From uh, the PlayStation Store, they issued a notice. uh, As of December 31st, 2023, due to content licensing arrangements with content providers, you will no longer be able to watch any of your previously purchased Discovery content and the content will be removed from your video library. That we sincerely just, thank you and for your continued support. You know what that is? That's, that's read bullshit. The, that's read the fine print. It that's really I, is. I agree with you, but that's the thing. Like, and and I, well, you've you mentioned know, this before. You know me. You're a buying streamer, a license to right. view it. As a streamer, I I am not disillusioned by the fact that I don't own anything. I'm paying a fee to watch it and i have no control same thing when you purchase something digitally read the fine print are you paying to own it in perpetuity or are you paying a licensing fee to watch it to watch it for as long as they let you that license could be revoked there's it's it's in the fine print it was there all along morally do i think it's wrong yeah yeah it's not legally wrong no and that sucks. Uh, we got another slide here with a couple of uh, oh sure yeah X's that uh, are yeah, going on about X. it. All right, here we go. What do we got? We, uh, got, we got our uh, first one from Gambly. Says I feel like a lot of people aren't understanding that most of the discovery content getting removed from the PlayStation Store literally doesn't have a physical release. Hardly anything under the reality umbrella has gotten a physical release in the last thirteen years. So reality television. Yeah. Jake who remains uh, says, Oh, so it appears a lot of y'all don't know this when you buy in quotations, a digital copy, you're simply purchasing a license to view. So you do not own that movie. Think of it more like a movie ticket. You get to watch the movie, but you don't own it. My advice is just buy a physical copy. And then we've got uh, Dano who says, and people give me a hard time for still buying physical LOL. By the way, this is a discovery problem, not a PlayStation problem. So don't turn it into a console warring, uh, which I'm sure some will. Yeah. 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 Yep. It's the same thing. Like, I, and it, this is going to happen, and it's already happened uh, as an Xbox user. I've bought into Microsoft Game Pass. Games get delisted from Game yeah. Pass. So play them while they're there and yeah more than when they're gone i guess play them but don't dump too much money into them i guess yeah yeah so for everybody who's you know on the cusp if you want to keep the stuff alive you know there's there's a good argument to be made go and buy the physical media yeah because uh they've announced that over 1000 seasons of discovery channel tv shows are going to be removed yeah hundreds of series that amounted to thousands of seasons yeah that's a lot that is a lot of stuff and for them to just turn it off and say sorry about your luck especially after if it's stuff that never got a physical release in the first place you know i mean hopefully there's enough there for you know discovery which is a warner company um Go and look at your numbers, man. Like, is there enough demand there? Maybe you should consider, you know, releasing a physical release. Yeah, Yeah, maybe. Maybe. But like for some of it, I can see, no, you wouldn't want a physical release of it. But uh, 
again, like, not all reality TV is my cup of tea. So no, exactly. Like I'm not going to go back and rewatch old seasons of say survivor or whatever. I'm not going to do that. Yeah. Um, but like old seasons of say something like MythBusters, which by the way, I just looked up a MythBusters clip last night. So like, I'm still interested in that stuff because it's rewatchable. That one is one you're going to lose on the PlayStation Network. Yeah, 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 of course. Of course. Uh, Shark Week, Deadliest Catch, other stuff like that also included. Yeah. And it, it's going to sting for a lot of people because, like, yeah. you do yeah. lay out money to get that stuff, right? You do. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Shall we move on to the next one? Let's move on to the next one. Uh, apparently it leaked and then they turned around and dropped the trailer. Uh, well, Grand Theft Auto 6. Anyway, let's just get on board and put the real one out. Yep. Uh, uh, they've announced it for a 2025 release and the trailer looks phenomenal. Now, like, are you are you a GTA fan? I am a GTA fan. And I am not. I haven't I don't think I've played one since the original Vice City. Fair enough. Um yeah, uh, as far as uh content goes looks like we're getting our first female lead um interesting she's gonna be named lucia and i guess we're gonna follow her story for this one but uh graphically it looks incredible and some of the developers have said yes this is what it's gonna look like which it's is almost photo real man like it yeah. looks great yeah we've linked to the trailer in the show notes if you want to go give it a look for yourself but uh yeah, yeah. incredible graphics on this and we're going back to vice city. So cool. Well, yeah. Maybe that's, maybe that's enough to get me back in. <laughs> it might be. Um, there are some online comparisons floating around for stuff that is in the trailer right. and it is basically mirroring real live stuff coming out of Florida. So your Florida man is going to show up in here. Uh, alligators going into uh, quick stops and whatnot. Yeah. And, yeah. 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 That's hilarious. Yeah. So oh, Florida man. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> looks good. I, if I was going to get the new console, that would be on my list. That would be the one to drag you in, eh? It might be, yeah. Oh, cool, very cool. But I got a while till I get there. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, you gotta you gotta catch up on uh, what twenty years of four. <laughs> I'm still <laughs> four on four four generations of. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, this one's kind of sad. They've. Uh, yeah, they've stopped I, clocking it. We, so, so they've we technically about this about like we would have to see what the box office was for last weekend. Did yeah. we get that? Uh I where are we here? Uh after four weeks on the big screen, uh 80 million in North America and 197 million globally. That was the so that was last weekend. Yeah. Um that's an interesting, uh, interesting set of numbers, but not as interesting as the statement from Marvel that says we're no longer releasing the de- the box office details on this movie. Yeah. So I, I they they're close enough. Like, they feel like it is a flop. They do, but it's not out of theaters yet. It's still there. No. So, yeah. and it's not that far off. Like it was only 220 or 220 million to make it. And so we're like 23 million away from covering that right yeah yeah so, well and you know but you know like modern movies what they you, they you don't give your budget you have to double your production budget to be considered uh successful because your marketing budget is considered to be as much as your production really yeah. but at the same time they didn't get hardly any of that what with the strike 
Right. Right. Like there was no yeah. touring around red carpet openings or anything like that. No, I guess but. there really wasn't, was there? Yeah. Well, but the, you, we saw it. We liked it. Yeah. I enjoyed I it. Guys, I hope you guys got to see it too. It was fun. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, just they're not going to tell us how it does. So yeah, I mean, the history books will finally have it later, but. Oh, absolutely. Somebody will be tracking it. Yeah. Uh, this next one kind of caught me off guard. Uh, Gundam yeah, Requiem for Vengeance is now, coming to Netflix. Make, that's probably going to make Morgan happy. I would hope so, yeah. <laughs> Part uh, of the considering... show Morgan Donaldson uh, <laughs> getting, a, getting a Gundam uh, CGI series. Mm-hmm. And at first I thought this was going to be live action. But then, you know, as you go further in, you do see the, the telltale signs of oh, yeah. uh, the animated, but... As far as the mech suits go, they look great. Gives me I mean they're they're not the shining white things out of the anime, no, but no. They it look more me. Well, Gundam has been around since the 1970s and it's the yeah. it's one of the most disjointed like there I couldn't tell you how many Gundam series there are, but they are not not every Gundam series is linked to the other ones. Some of them exist in their own little space. It's almost like what's the other anime that does that? Evangelion has a bunch okay. of animes that are not some of them are linked, linked some of them are not and i feel like this now i don't know where this falls in because i just don't know the gundam world very well uh apparently this one is falling in the setting of the first gundam series the mobile suit gundam from 79 well there you go so that's all the way back to the beginning so this could yeah. be a good jump off point for someone like me yeah uh it's gonna be it's made with the unreal engine 5 Oh, and uh, ah, that's why it yeah, looks like it does. Yeah, it looks awesome. That's but, very uh, cool. I got sort of like Starship Troop, uh, Roughnecks, the Starship Trooper, Chronicle a little bit. Live. Yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, it will stream only on Netflix, so uh, that's where you're gonna watch it. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, did we link the trailer or the trailer for that one? We did. Oh, cool. So you can go check that out later. Um. I guess we're getting pretty close to the end here, though. Are we getting there? I so, you know, last call for last call. If uh, folks well, want to uh, call in on the WhatsApp. We are, we are <clears throat> dangerously close. Two slides away. Yep. This is your last chance to get your questions, comments, and calls in. So hit us up. Yep. Uh, next item. This one. Uh, a holiday gift 65 years in the making. Only. Yeah, only. Uh, Brenda Lee's rocking around the Christmas tree has hit number one on the hot 100. (laughs) Isn't that something? So, uh, she beats out Mariah Carey. Isn't that, that's pretty cool. Yeah. It's a great song. uh, It is. It's a classic. Uh, and it happened Monday where it finally hit number one on the billboard hot 100 chart. Um, she was just 13 years old when she recorded this. Really? Yeah. Oh, that the the photo or the painting on the uh, cover. That uh, I believe watched. that's the album single cover from way back when. Yeah, yeah, it does not look like a thirteen-year-old, but what do I know? Yeah, but uh, oh, good for her. Here. Yeah, uh, sh- when told of it, she's like, "No, me." <laughs> yeah, you. But uh, she also said, "That's fabulous! Wow, all these years, Mr. Marks would be proud." And she's referring to Johnny Marks. Yeah. Who wrote the song back in 1958, but, uh, yeah. So 65 years later, it hits number one. 
and topples cool. Mariah Carey. Very cool. So topples. <laughs> Uh, that's funny. <laughs> yeah. I could see that in a celebrity death match. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, it wasn't the only one, I guess there were several other Christmas carols that landed on the hot 100 this week. Uh, Mariah Carey is sticking in, in number two. I never um, think about looking these things up, right? Like that seasonally, these songs probably do like come and they go. spike. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Bobby Helms, jingle bell rock came in at number four. Uh, Wham's Last Christmas at number five. Yep, yep. And Burl Ives' A Holly Jolly Christmas is at number six. I love Holly Jolly Christmas. I know. Uh, it's such a good one. But uh, Andy Williams' It's the Most Wonderful Time of the Year landed at number 10. Cool. I'm not sure. sure how the hell Wham got up that high. That well, song's terrible. I mean, <laughs> you don't like it? I don't uh, like Last Christmas. It's it's pretty cool. Mind you, I just I like the I Richard Cheese it. version. I just watched the, uh, a documentary on uh, on uh, George Michael, and it, that was a, a, a significant part of his sort of arc as an artist. So I, I thought it was, I like that song. It's not a favorite, but I, I certainly wouldn't turn it off if it was on the radio or something. Fair enough. Yeah, cool. Speaking of but, music, yeah. um, I know we're, uh, we're almost here at the end. I just want to take a chance, uh, take a, a minute to, uh, uh, tomorrow, Tomorrow, I am going to Toronto, where I am going to see Getty Lee of uh, Rush uh, uh, on his book tour. That being said, I've been sort of following this book tour as it goes, and uh, two two singles uh, that previously unreleased singles from the the writing sessions from Getty's uh, solo album, my favorite headache back in two thousand, have been being uh, were getting played at these really? book tour. Yeah. These the singles that never got real, well, they're singles now, songs that never got released. They were never included on the album. They just got released to streaming yesterday. So if you haven't checked that out and you're a Rush fan or a Getty Lee fan, two new songs yesterday. Nice. Yeah. Can't go wrong with All that. Right, we, uh, I guess it's that time. It, it is, is that, that time, time where, uh, well, you know, he's out there in the aisles. He's hunting for you and me so we can save a few bucks with this week's uh, toy hunting tip at Dollarama. Andy, what do you got? Well, uh, returning to shelves this week are say, Spidey and his amazing... We have. Uh, Spidey and his amazing friends, two packs. Sure. Uh, they're selling for five bucks each, uh, but retail for 16 and up. So if you want like oh, a, wow. a good little thing for a spider fan, you yeah, can't go yeah. wrong here. No. Uh and the next one, actually, we're going to send a shout out to Morgan Donaldson, who found this one this, this week. <laughs> I saw uh, this. The Gundam Infinity Series. Finally, we're getting that last piece that will complete the Build-A-Figure for the rest of the ones that were released months ago. Very cool. And if you are going out, you're going to find them for five bucks. But if you were ordering it off Amazon, you're looking at 47 and up for this Isn't particular model. Isn't yeah. that something? Wow. That's so, a cool... I mean, again, Gundam fans. <laughs> yeah, thank you, Morgan. Get to your Dollaramas because they're they will go they fast. Because they won't last long. Yeah. No, everybody has been hunting this last one well, to complete their figure. I hate to say it, but anything that has a potential resale value. Oh yeah. <laughs> and there yeah. It is. Wow, that uh, pretty much wraps it up for uh, it this does week's, uh, random fandom. 
Um, not a whole lot to uh, close out the show on. Uh, I don't have any real updates for you other than, like I said earlier, I started a TikTok. If you're interested in that, you can find me at uh, Doorbell Confidential on uh, TikTok. Um, I, I think it's hilarious. I'm hoping to do more to do more of those. You definitely need to do more. That first um, one is awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got uh, I've gotten word from Hank. I've spoken to him physically on the telephone. He's still alive. Um, Telephones uh, still work. Yep, they do. Um, we are going to get back to uh, what we said we were going to do, uh, hopefully this weekend, and get some more recording out of the way. Uh, so look for uh, some of those unboxing videos that we talked about coming very soon. Also, uh, I'm working on pinning down whether or not uh, we're going to do a Christmas episode as a pre-record that we can play sort of closer to Christmas, or if we do our Christmas episode as a live stream. Mm. Uh, for those of you who are fan, uh, fans of the show, what would you guys prefer? Would you like a live stream, or would you rather have something that sort of you can you can watch it in the replay kind of whenever you want that you don't have to be present for it's really up to you guys because yeah, whatever we do won't change <laughs> 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 i'm working on getting some special guests for that episode so uh, uh stay tuned i'll have more details on that as soon as i've got a date pinned down that we can do it that's all i've got any anything you want to close on not really no that's okay, uh, well. about all i've got as well well, hopefully uh, everything settles down uh, over at your place and uh, mm -hmm. we'll, be, we'll be back here in studio uh, next week. And uh, another exciting installment. We're in the season, uh, the holiday season, whether it's uh, Christmas or uh, other non-denominational thing that you may or may not celebrate. I hope you're having a good season. Um, if you're attending uh, any parties, be safe. Don't drink and drive. All that good stuff. Yep. And uh, don't forget, um, we'll be here same, well, not the same time. Hopefully we'll be back to our regular slot next week. Hopefully. Around Maybe the same time, time, probably the same channel. Yeah. If not, um, we'll keep you posted. Always check us out on the socials. And uh, as always, everybody, uh, fan on for Phantom Power. My name is Wes. I'm Andy. And uh, we'll catch you on the next one. Bye for now, everybody. Hey, guys. Thanks for listening to Phantom Power. Be sure to like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Stay tuned for our next episode where we'll be talking about another one of your favorite fandoms.